0: Learn more at marines.com. This is Football
1: Social Daily Shots. I'm Niall and this is Shots, your bite-sized Premier League podcast from the Football Social Daily team. If you want a more comprehensive roundup of the day's Premier League news, then just find Football Social Daily wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're already listening on the FSD feed, just scroll up and you'll find it there. They say you wait ages for a bus, and then two come along at once. Well, in the football world, that's been the case, as the announcements continue to roll in following the postponement of more Premier League games this weekend. Those cancellations are in response to the lack of police presence, which has been prioritised for the events due to take place following the death of Queen Elizabeth II. The three matches which have been called off are Brighton's game with Crystal Palace, the huge clash at Stamford Bridge where Chelsea were due to face Liverpool and the historically feisty fixture between Manchester United and Leeds United. But the chopping and changing of the fixtures begs a significant question. Which teams have gained an edge from the postponements? Let's hear from Sport Social's very own Joel Tudor on which teams he thinks will be happy to see a pause in their schedules.
2: So when it comes to all of the postponements that are happening this weekend i think there are two clear winners i think the first one would be graham potter and chelsea as his appointment was just before the match day last weekend so i think it might have come a little bit too soon so to have spent a solid week with a new set of players introduce himself make his methods be known to the players i think that can only be a good thing and of course it'll allow him time to bed in and adapt to his new training ground new facilities and I think the other club would be Liverpool, and that's just because of such poor form in recent weeks and such a poor injury record, you know, with the likes of Thiago and Robertson out injured. I think it can only be seen as a circuit breaker where Klock can attempt to rejig a side which looks just completely out of sync at the moment. The thoughts of Joel
1: there, who's a Manchester United fan, and United's impressive run of four Premier League wins in a row will now have to be put on hold. Eric Ten Hag's side will need to wait until October before they can attempt to improve on their league form, and when they return to action, they'll face none other than their neighbours, Manchester City. Let's hear from Stretford Paddocks' Jay Motti on how he
3: sees the postponements impacting
1: United's form in the coming weeks.
3: I think that the postponed game is really frustrating, to be honest with you, because they've come at a time when, in the league, Manchester United are just flying. With, you know, we've won four on the bounce. You look at the nature of some of them wins as well. The game against Liverpool and the other game against Arsenal, in particular, stand out as ones that were really sort of uplifting. Give you that confidence. You can see what Everton High's trying to do. Also, been getting a few clean sheets as well away from home against Leicester and uh, Southampton, which is a bit of a rarity. If we're being brutally honest. So to see the games postponed, especially the Leeds game as well, because that's a game over the last couple of seasons at Old Trafford we've done really well in. Looking forward to that from a fans' point of view. Does sort of scoop in momentum, and then you're coming back into the derby against a Manchester City team who you know are used to playing together a lot more than this Manchester United team. Let's not forget, this is still ten Hag in his his infancy as Manchester United manager. So it's going to be difficult with your first Premier League game in whatever it is, three weeks or whatever, being against Manchester City. But hopefully, ten Hag can keep the momentum going in terms of training. We have got a Europa League game, of course. We've just got to try and make the most of that and hopefully not lose too much of the cohesion and too much of the the team spirit or whatever, or not lose the team spirit, but too much of the sort of the understanding that this team has been building up over the last few weeks. So yeah, disappointed. I understand why these games are postponed. I don't really get why they postponed the first round of games. That was a little bit confusing to me. The second round where they need the police for the the funeral and stuff makes more sense. But it is what it is. We've just got to deal with it. And hopefully we can make the most of this gap in terms of, of fitness and stuff. It's just match fitness that's going to be the issue. We'll have to see what happens. Thanks for that, Jay. You can check
1: out the Stretford Paddock Manchester United podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's part of the Sport Social Podcast Network. And also check out Paddock on YouTube as well. This is Football Social Daily Shorts. Tottenham Hotspur could leapfrog North London rivals Arsenal if they beat bottom club Leicester City on Saturday. But I wonder if Spurs fans are happy that their fixture with champions Manchester City from last weekend was postponed. Of course, City were heavily linked with star striker Harry Kane last summer and just when you thought there'd be no more rumours, another one has popped up. Harry Kane is again involved as it's been revealed today by Sky Sports Germany that Bayern Munich have already begun discussions internally to bring Harry Kane to the Allianz Arena next summer. After losing Robert Lewandowski to Barcelona following seven trophy field years in Munich, manager Julian Nagelsmann is eyeing the Polish striker's replacement and contact has already been made with Harry Kane's agent and brother, Charlie Kane, in an attempt to begin groundwork on a potentially massive move by Bayern. So, will he stay or will he go? Here's Flav from the Fighting Cock podcast to give his verdict on the situation.
2: I don't think there's actually much... In the story, there may be things going on behind the scenes where moves for Harry Kane are, you know, taking place. But the idea that Bayern Munich can afford Harry Kane, or any German club for that matter, is pretty absurd. There are very few clubs that can afford to buy Harry Kane, even with a year left on his contract. And none of them are in Germany, in my opinion. The only way Spurs probably would be open to taking less for Harry Kane is to get him out of the league. If Harry Kane has made it clear that he will not sign a contract and we're forced to sell him at the end of this season, then the only sensible option would be to let him go to someone like Bayern Munich. But if, if we're looking to keep him towards the end of the season, towards the end of his contract, sorry, there's not there's not much that Bayern Munich can do to persuade us. I don't think um, it's completely conceivable that Terry Kane runs down his contract. It's completely conceivable that Spurs allow that to happen. So, because the value in keeping him for another season is more than it's worth selling him, keeping Conte, for example. So I can't see it. But um, if there was, if he has to go, then to another league is preferably where he will go.
1: The thoughts there of Flav from the Fighting Cock at Tottenham podcast, which is proudly part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Football Social Daily Shots. So the Premier League is back this weekend with seven fixtures to look forward to and we will be on hand right throughout the week here on Football Social Daily Shots and the full Football Social Daily podcast. So we'll speak to you then.